Welcome back to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. Today we're talking about how and why the body creates physical symptoms when we have anxiety. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa, and I'm super excited to always bring you amazing tools and tips to help you eliminate that dreadful anxiety. Join me every Wednesday as I bring you a new episode every week. Welcome back to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. If you are listening and you enjoy this podcast, feel free to leave a review on Apple or Spotify. I would greatly appreciate it. And if you have any questions or comments or you suggest any topic, if you want a topic for me to cover, let me know. Um, You can email me or you can send me a DM on Instagram. I greatly appreciate all of your DMs and your emails. I read all of them. Sometimes it's hard for me to reply to everyone, but I try to reply to all. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all of your feedback. And I'm so happy to hear that this podcast has helped so many. So today we're talking about how anxiety is created in the mind and why it creates these physical symptoms. And that's one thing that I talk about often about how it's so hard to believe that our mind is actually creating these physical symptoms. And that is one of the reasons that people don't believe that it's anxiety when they first get diagnosed. And that's one of the reasons why people continue to go to the ER because they feel like they're having a heart attack or they feel like something is wrong with them physically. And it's really hard to believe when you go and you go to all these different doctors and they don't find anything and they say that everything is fine. It's hard for you to believe that it's anxiety. First of all, we don't really talk about anxiety and mental health. And then when we find that out and you're like, no, nothing is going on, I'm fine. It's really, really hard to believe. And that creates more fear, more fear that what if they're misdiagnosing me? What if it is something wrong with my heart or my vision or my brain? And they're misdiagnosing. They can't figure it out because they just aren't taking the time or they just giving me this diagnosis of anxiety. So it creates more fear. So the way anxiety works is it's created in the amygdala, which is the part of the brain that is there to create. um, It it creates fear. It creates anger, emotions. Um, There's memory, too, that goes through the amygdala. So it's responsible for several things, but mainly for creating fear. And it's there to keep us safe, to keep us out of danger. And the way the amygdala works is it's kind of like it. it, um, I like to to explain to people um, like it's a scanner, right? You walk into a room and it scans your surroundings. It scans the room for danger. And so if there's anything that feels like it's going to be a dangerous situation or anything that might be something that's not safe for you, it activates that sympathetic nervous system. And the sympathetic nervous system is the fight or flight, right? It makes you 
uh, ready to fight whatever it is that's in front of you or to run. If there's a lion, um, if there's a dinosaur, if there's an alligator in front of you, it creates this adrenaline, these feelings in your body so you could be able to run and get out of danger. So that is what the amygdala um, is there to do. Um, but sometimes it stays on and it starts scanning the room for anything and anything that it picks up, since the amygdala does um, store memory, it starts thinking that you're in danger. And most of the time we're not. Most of the time when we feel anxiety, we don't even know why we're feeling anxiety. We walk into a movie theater or we walk into a restaurant or we are driving and that anxiety is created. So that is how the amygdala works and why it creates anxiety and why it creates these physical symptoms. It's there to create these physical symptoms to get you moving, to get you running, to get you to give you that little fear to do something to get out of harm's way. But again, most of the time that we're feeling these uh, physical symptoms and emotions and, and fear, we're not in danger. So why is it that the mind continues to create this when we're not really in danger? Sometimes it's our thoughts. Sometimes once we've gotten anxiety, we fear it, right? Because it's such a horrible feeling. And again, sometimes we're still doubting that it's anxiety. We're still doubting that this can just be anxiety. And we don't believe it. And we think in the back of our mind, we still have this little doubt that what if there is something wrong with me? And that creates the stress and the anxiety that kind of snowballs and lingers around. And so our thoughts can create anxiety too. What if, what if this, what if that, what if I'm going to get anxiety? So sometimes even though you've already gone to all these doctors and you're like, okay, now there's no doubt in my mind that this is just anxiety. No doubt. I know that this is just anxiety. So even if that, even if there's no doubt in your mind that, you know what, maybe it's this, maybe it's that, and you truly know that it's anxiety, you still fear it because guess what? We fear anxiety. We don't want those physical symptoms. It's a horrible situation to be in. They're horrible symptoms to, to have. And it's horrible that it keeps us from doing the things that we truly want to do. And it keeps us from doing basic things too, like driving and going to the movies or going somewhere in public or doing whatever it is that we want to do. And so it's such a horrible feeling that that fear of what if I get an anxiety attack? What if I drive and I get anxious and I have to pull over? The what ifs and the anticipation of maybe getting another anxiety attack can keep us from getting better because it creates more anxiety. So not only is the amygdala activating that anxiety, but our thoughts can also activate the anxiety. And so now you know that it's important for us to not fear anxiety. 
not fear anxiety, learn to listen to your body and say, hey, what are you trying to tell me? And even though we don't, we're not in harm's way or we're not in danger, the amygdala still picks up little things that we've gone through in the past that has created stress in our bodies. And the amygdala stores memory. And then that amygdala remembers everything. And I think I've said this before in one of my episodes, but I'll say it again. And I'll explain to you. If you've been through a traumatic event when you were maybe 10 years old, and it was a horrible situation, and in that room there was one specific cup, coffee cup. And you might not remember that that coffee cup was there, But you walk into my room and I collect, let's say I collect old coffee cups and I'm using one of these coffee cups to drink my tea. And it's on my little coffee table. I should say tea table, right? Instead of coffee. (laughs) So it's on my little table, my side table. And you walk in and you see this cup. You might not remember that that was there when you went through that traumatic event, but your mind does. And remember, you walk into a room, the amygdala scans the room. It picks up that cup and it creates this little anxiety. And all of a sudden you're like, it's weird. I feel anxious. I'm not sure why. And you're like, that's weird, right? I I don't know why I'm anxious. But the amygdala picks up that little cup and creates that anxiety. Life is so stressful now that these things that make us stressed, work, life, bills, money, whatever it is that's making you stressed out, is telling the mind that you're in danger because it's the same sympathetic nervous system that's activated that the mind thinks you're in danger and so anything that you're 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 stressing out about like you're stressing out about work you're stressing out about a relationship or whatever it is it's activating that sympathetic nervous system and the brain thinks that you're in danger when we think of hard things to do things that are really going to be hectic. It activates that same sympathetic nervous system. And so that's why we're seeing so many people with anxiety. The mind is thinking that it's in danger because it's the same stress that it's feeling when we're stressed out about life. And also there's things that we eat that can cause anxiety and it picks up that. I mean, there's so many things, right, that can cause anxiety, but that's kind of what I'm seeing more of, just people that are under a lot of stress that are just not able to handle the stress. Um, Not that we're not able to handle it, but just it gets harder for us. The older we get, especially men and women, actually, our hormone levels are all kind of... um, 
minimizing, right? We produce us estrogen when we're older and estrogen is one of the things that helps us to manage stress. So if we're producing less estrogen and we're under a lot of stress, guess what? We're going to get anxious. It's going to be harder for us to handle the stressful situations. So there's so many things that can be happening, but this is just kind of basic information about how the body works and how it creates physical symptoms. And there's so many different physical symptoms. I really don't like to talk too much about physical symptoms. I think you all have heard me before, but I'll say it just in case there's new listeners. There are so many different physical symptoms But when we have anxiety and we are always reading about these different physical symptoms, it's planting little seeds in our brain. And the more we look, the more we'll find. So if I'm always talking about physical symptoms and, oh, this is a physical symptom and, oh, this is a physical symptom of anxiety, if you're not feeling it, guess what? Your mind is going to say, oh, I've never gotten dizzy. Chances are that you're going to start looking for that. And guess what? Our mind can create those physical symptoms. That is one of the reasons why I don't like to talk about physical symptoms a lot, but because we are talking about how the body creates these physical symptoms, I'll talk about a few. Um, Blurred vision, dizziness, heart palpitations, not in your throat, Uh, sweaty palms, sweaty legs, just sweaty in general, Um, not in your throat, Um, itching in your skin, Uh, restless leg syndrome. There's so many different physical symptoms that we can get. Diarrhea, stomach ache, nauseous. There's so many physical symptoms that the body can create. Sympathetic nervous system activates, and guess what? We start feeling all the physical symptoms. Because the brain, the body is alerting us that something is wrong, and we better get out of there. But like I said, are we, are we walking around dinosaurs and lions and bears? There's still lions and bears out there, but they're not here in society. They're not driving with you. You're not unsafe. You're not in danger. You're okay. The body just sometimes gets out of whack and we have to teach it that we are safe. I hope this helped. If you have any topics that you want me to cover, if you think of anything that you feel you want me to talk about or explain a little bit more, let me know. Email me or DM me on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much. This is all I have for today. Always remember to be good to yourself and others. And I love you all so very much. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Find us on Instagram at The Anxiety Doctor and online at www.drlisacortez.com. Check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time.